Hello and welcome to The Littlest Podcast, a podcast about the Canadian television show The Littlest Hobo, where myself, Katie, and my friend Stefan watch every episode and then we talk about them. And we have. <laughs> We've talked about all of them except one. How you doing, Stefan? <laughs> I am I am doing great. Katie, what what is that you've got in your hands? What is that little it, is it a box? Uh, it is. I think I'm gonna open it. Should I open it? Oh, I Should don't I know. There's a inside? big warning on the side. <laughs> I mean I can't read it. I assume it's a warning. It's in Greek. Somehow the, the Greeks figured out that warning symbol that everyone knows. <laughs> <laughs> the, the big giant X. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the exclamation mark, which is hundred yeah. percent of course a Greek figure. Everyone knows Abs- the exclamation Abs- mark. <laughs> so forgotten. But I can't read Greek, so I'm gonna open it. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. oh God! Close it. Oh. <laughs> That's a bad idea. <laughs> it's full of it's full of crappy looking jewelry. It's truly a Pandora box. <laughs> How long did it take you to think of that? I thought of it on the spot. I don't know anything about Pandora jewelry. I just I'm sure it's excellent. It's nice. Is it kind of nice? All right. It's full yeah. of great jewelry. It's yeah. too late to get a sponsor. Yeah, <laughs> that ship's long sales. Yeah, yeah. They get sponsors for our last two episodes. <laughs> yeah, They'll get us on the phone right now. Yeah, I'll call them up. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. We are talking about season six, episode eighteen, Pandora. Woo! Also happens to be the very last episode of this entire show. Yeah, that's the it. end. <laughs> we made it. We could live our lives. <laughs> <laughs> I said it before. My greatest achievement will be having watched every episode, The Littlest Hobo, twice. <laughs> you gotta put it on our tombstones. <laughs> Absolutely. So uh, I'm just gonna jump right into this episode. We might as yeah, well yeah. just start talking about it. So the synopsis: Hobo finds an undetonated World War II bomb. We've been excited about this episode from the very beginning. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it first aired March 7th, 1985. And I would just like to point out, it was written by our favorite, Christine Foster. This uh, is her final like, episode. She's done a lot of episodes this season, or at least been like involved in them. I think they so. were leading on her pretty hard at this point, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your episodes seem to be the best, so... <laughs> 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 Write more for us, please. It's like Doral <laughs> McGowan's in the corner. He's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. but I made the <laughs> you- show. <laughs> but you suck. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of your doral. <laughs> so, episode starts off right away. We're in a field. Wouldn't be a hobo episode if we weren't. <laughs> no, a field or a forest. <laughs> exactly. Uh, there's two kids who are playing catch in a field. I was worried they were going to be a much larger part of this episode. Spoiler alert. They are not. <laughs> They're inconsequential in every way. <laughs> every way. They show up every now and then, but have no purpose. Nope. Um, we also get... The weirdest music. I wrote at one point that it sounds like video game music, but like, or banjo music, or theme park music, but like at half speed. I thought it sounded like the Jasper McGillicuddy banjo, but like played backwards. (laughs) That would also work, yes. Uh, It's just strange and weird. Uh, And Hobo starts, kind of leaves the kids. Uh, to go explore. I, I don't know if he can hear the music or why he decides to go and explore, but he finds a mine shaft, which is where I wrote Jasper. <laughs> Jasper mark. McGillicuddy has a new home. Say, did they break him back? <laughs> <laughs> How's he doing? I want to know. Yeah. I miss those days of Jasper. <laughs> I mean, I hated the man, but I missed it. <laughs> yeah. It was always, he was always good for a little bit of excitement. 
Yeah, you know, he likes to have fun and salt yeah. women. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all the time. <laughs> yeah, he's a great man. Um, so, yes, there's this weird music. Hobo finds this, like, old mine shaft. Then we get a shot of a hand holding a gun. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? The Jasper, person... <laughs> Jasper's defended his property. <laughs> right? He would be the type. Oh, he would. You know that. <laughs> Absolutely. I got three um, NRA memberships. I had to use different names, but I got three of them. Ah, Jasper. Uh, So we get the shot of a hand holding a gun. Uh, The person pulls the trigger, and the gun doesn't go off. There's nothing. It's empty. Um, He just says, bang, you're dead to the hobo. Then we just cut. Yeah, hard cut. We just go to a hard (laughs) cut, whole other scene. It's like, that's an odd place to just be like, moving on. Yep. (laughs) We've done what we needed to do here. (laughs) Yeah. Bang, you're dead building with military jeeps out front yep um, there's a man inside a classroom uh teaching about grenades he's not teaching children about grenades he's teaching <laughs> <laughs> i realized as i said it i was like he's in a classroom teaching grenade stuff to children uh no all right <laughs> like, little byron what do we do if we find you a grenade in daddy's closet Pull yeah. the pin and run you got it collect How long the do you sweet, have? sweet insurance <laughs> yeah play innocent cry no one will question you yeah that's right (laughs) and that's how you'll get a nintendo yeah easy peasy (laughs) who needs a dad (laughs) here take one for the road yeah this one's my favorite (laughs) (laughs) paint little fun things on it first you know arts and crafts it's like a little grenade with a face oh it's painted like a pineapple Yeah, oh my god, yes. They took some pipe cleaners and like stuck them on the top so it's got the little tuft. Oh, that would be amazing. Yes, do that. Grenade art. It's a new thing. (laughs) Grenade art. (laughs) It's like extreme art. (laughs) Yeah, my art attack can kill you. Yeah. (laughs) The little statue guys chilling watching. Yeah, I made my art attack out of PBI glue and explosives. (laughs) Throw a little C4 in there. Yeah, here's some rubber. (laughs) Here's some plastic explosives. Make sure you get to a safe distance. Don't do this at home. Do it at your neighbor's house. Make sure there's a responsible adult around. Make sure your fire department doesn't have that old guy who refuses to wear a mask on it. Then your house will burn down. (laughs) You're screwed. So, uh, this man is teaching soldiers, who we find out they're like part of the militia. So they're not like soldier soldiers. They're just like weekend, Yeah. yeah, weekend soldiers. Um, so he's teaching, I don't know why they need to know about grenades, but sure. Because um, snow removal. So he's teaching, he's teaching them about like removing the fuse uh, and how long they have to do that. Uh, there's one guy in the seat who's not paying attention. So he just like lobs the grenade at him. <laughs> and he's like, you have three seconds to defuse this, to remove the fuse. And the guy, of course, fails because he's so confused. He's like, yeah. what? Why am I holding a grenade? <laughs> if he wasn't confused, he could have defused. Should have been what the instructor said. Shh. Ah, <laughs> uh, wouldn't be an episode without bad puns. <laughs> <laughs> We're going out with a bang. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> so we go back to Hobo, uh, who's not dead. Uh, surprisingly, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, there's that weird theme park music again. Uh, he's followed the man who pretend shot him into the mine shaft. Uh, the man is just speaking nonsense at this point. I tried to listen like five times and yep. I had no idea what he yep. was saying. I could not figure it out. And I was like, I just going to write nonsense. Because yep. um, this man is old. He's clearly like a vet, like a World War II vet, uh, which makes sense given the theme of this episode. 
Uh, we find out his name is Chalky White. Chalky White, baby. Which just is such a World War II nickname. Chalky. Chalky White. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he's on guard duty is what he says. He starts talking to the hobo about how he helped dig tunnels under this meadow uh, and he helped stock them. Stocked, stocked them up with bombs. <laughs> this is where I wrote, where are they? Because for a second I was very confused. I was like, did we have tunnels in Canada? <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> like military trenches? But then I was like, oh yeah, of course we did. Yeah. <laughs> but th- for a moment I was like, what? <laughs> and then, like, <laughs> but yes. I think there's important here to like to pull a contrast between the two introductions we're given in this episode right off the bat. So we had... The introduction of um, the gentleman who was teaching the class, his name is Palmer. Uh, and yes. he's shown mm-hmm. to be like competent and resourceful and like he's apt. He's smart. He does the thing <laughs> with the grenade to like catch the student off guard to teach him an important lesson. So this guy, you got Palmer on one hand. That's his introduction. And then our introduction to Chalky yeah. White is this horrible sound coming from his, his record player. Ugh. Him just Ugh. babbling incoherently. Like this guy's a madman. Like he is absolutely delusional. The episode's going to try and paint him as like an old soldier who's doing his duty and he's protecting the, you know, no, he's <laughs> he's not. He's there's something wrong with this man. And and I think the defense of course would be that, you know, he's old and he can't hurt anyone, but he's about to do something that could hurt a whole lot of people. Yes. Absolutely. He does the dumbest shit ever. <laughs> <laughs> Because he's ranting to the hobo about how the militia wouldn't listen to him about the bombs that are under the ground, um, that they ran him off. They're like, the old man, like, go away. Uh, and he's so mad that he throws his cup at a blanket-covered thing that starts to <laughs> tick when it gets yes. in. <laughs> wonder what it could be. Uh, Our pizza pops are almost ready. <laughs> Woo! That Hot Pocket, delicious. Oh, man. <laughs> I got to take out my Gushers. I got to take out my fruit roll-ups and have a little dessert after my pizza pop. My very healthy pizza pops. <laughs> a little Dunkaroos. <laughs> um, I do like, before he throws the cup, he, he says, and they call me War Surplus, but it took me seven listens to figure that out. I thought he was saying, they call me war serpents. <laughs> they call me war serpents. <laughs> I didn't even, I tried, to, I listened to like what he said in this part, probably like five times and I still couldn't figure it out. So apparently I needed to listen seven. <laughs> yeah, just the two more, does it? <laughs> yeah, then I figured it out because he is so hard to understand in this scene. Maybe I war just, surplus. I love, <laughs> what, war serpents. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ah, those war serpents. <laughs> Darn war serpents. That's what the snake was. <laughs> He's like, all I know all about war serpents. <laughs> I fought one not that long ago. <laughs> Fun fact, my grandfather I never called snakes snakes. He called always called them serpents, That's which am- I appreciate. Amazing. We should bring that back because that sounds much cooler than snakes. <laughs> much, much more biblical anyways. <laughs> yeah, definitely has more of that kind of legendary mythical vibe. Oh, look at this cute little gardener serpent. serpent. <laughs> <laughs> Garden Serpent sounds like the best like rock metal band, but it's made oh. up of like grannies. <laughs> yeah, Garden Serpents. Yeah. <laughs> They're doing like, what, I don't even know what gar- Garden Serpents would play. Uh, no. they, would, they would be like folk, rustic, bluegrass, new metal. <laughs> yes, exactly that. There'd be like an electric guitar, but also like a ukulele and a banjo or something. And yeah, like- <laughs> the, the top layer is like nice 
almost like rustic, like hometown, you know, traveling the road and beating up friends, you know, <laughs> going into a new town and trying to lay down roots, but under every song at like at like negative one decibel, <laughs> so you could just hear it, is this chugging, screaming guitar and this old grandma just going, Serpents! <laughs> yes. <laughs> It'd be a hit. Yeah. <laughs> Tell you. Somebody get on that. If you're listening. <laughs> get your grandma. <laughs> get your grandma. Get her out. Get out there with the washboards. and <laughs> That and would do what... so well on America's Got Talent. <laughs> oh, man. That would be amazing. <laughs> would... And then and then for their like final performance, they release snakes into the audience. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, can you imagine the chaos? <laughs> you get a serpent. <laughs> you, you get, get a serpent. serpent. <laughs> there's just like on the whole time on the stage there's these two giant like dumpsters and then at the very yeah. end they just fall forward <laughs> everyone's trying to figure out why they're moving just a little bit yeah seriously sound yeah yeah that you wouldn't hear music. that <laughs> there seems to be some feedback coming out of your uh out of your speakers yeah feedback eh <laughs> yeah and they call me war serpents <laughs> <laughs> and the grannies like kick them over it's not like they just fall over the, at the end of the song they go over and just like give it a good kick yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as they finish their guitar solo <laughs> oh man I can't wait to watch this <laughs> it's gonna be so good <laughs> sadly we do not get any good garden serpent in this episode um, no. we just get nonsensical babble from Chalky uh who as soon as the ticking starts, he freaks out, understandably. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, he So Hobo goes over to like investigate what is under the sheet. Uh, the man babbles some more. Uh, he tells Hobo they need to run. <laughs> so he boots it out of there. He's like, he's gone. Uh, Hobo goes and grabs. It took me, like I had to watch farther on to realize what he grabbed, but he grabs a gun uh, off the yes. man's desk. And then he takes off and follows Chalky. Let me go back to this like training classroom uh, where Palmer is now just like having like a casual chat with some of the people. Yes. And he just like asks this major, he's like, oh, you ever defused a live grenade? And the major's yeah. like, it's like, no. <laughs> very, it's very humble brag, isn't it? Yeah. Where it's just like, yeah. It's like when you go to parties and someone's like, hey, you ever gone skydiving and you know, you know mm-hmm. the story's coming, right? Like, yes. This is your one chance to either buckle down and listen to the story or pretend that your beer is gone and it's time <laughs> for a new one. And you'd be like, oh no, uh, I haven't actually, but I'm just going to get a drink real quick and then you leave. You just leave the party. You don't come back. <laughs> yeah. You just run far. No one cares if you've been skydiving. Everyone's been skydiving. Okay. Right? Except for except for me. I've not been skydiving, I have but not, I don't want to. <laughs> I mean, no. I, I may be would but no i have neither not gonna Meh. not gonna spend three hundred dollars to throw myself out of a plane no <laughs> somebody wants to pay it for me definitely <laughs> i've heard so many skydiving stories i feel like i've already done it <laughs> i've been bungee jumping and that was fun i'll stick to that <laughs> nice i'll do that i'm just gonna go get a drink katie i'll be back um... <laughs> now i have to tell you all about my bungee jumping story of course yeah <laughs> <laughs> yes, Palmer is definitely doing the whole like. Just, uh, just gonna tell you about the time I defused a live grenade. It's a good story. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and the major is like, why would I ever have defused? This is the '80s. Like, yeah, I've probably never even been out of Canada. I'm in the militia. <laughs> like, yeah. why would I have ever <laughs> gone somewhere where I'd have to defuse a live grenade? Anyway, 
sense. Uh, Hobo just shows up in the classroom. We don't see how he gets in, but we'll just assume he opens some doors, as yeah. per usual. Um, yep. The people are kind of surprised to see him in there. Uh, and one of them, who's like a corporal, he's a little younger. He's got like very greaser, like uh, the outsider's kind of hairdo. Yep. Does not seem military appropriate. <laughs> but whatever, he's in the militia. That's <laughs> fine. Um, makes a joke about he got in because he has a gun. Because they ask how he got in. He's like, hey, he's got a gun. <laughs> I guess that's how he got in. <laughs> yep. It's a <laughs> good joke. Yeah. He's like, ah, ah, it's good. Um, Palmer is not concerned about a dog with a gun. He's concerned about what kind of gun he has <laughs> he like quizzes them he's like what's what do you what do you notice about the gun and the corporal is like well it's like heavier than normal and it's not whatever he says it's not this type of gun and palmer is like nope it's a 45 a world war ii browning and they do the smart thing they immediately realize the hobo has some important thing to tell them and they follow him yep class is canceled get yeah. out get out i need to follow this german shepherd <laughs> yep. so they get in their jeep and they follow hobo back to this mine shaft it's Palmer, uh, the captain who we learned his name is Gregson, uh, yes. and then the corporal whose name do, I don't think we get. I didn't write down his name. Do you do you recognize Gregson? This is going to be a stretch because I didn't recognize him. No. <laughs> okay, it has it's been full circle. Gregson was in the very first episode we saw of the Lost Hobo. He was the father of the kid <gasps> who ate the poisoned meat. Oh my god! Yes. <laughs> yeah. Wow. My God, that meat was poison. My God, that meat was poison. <laughs> yes, this is this is his dad with little Davy. I want to say the yes, kid's name was. Yes, it was definitely Davy. Ah, oh, yes. I went back and like watched a clip. <laughs> he's not aged a day. This guy. I mean, he, he like he's balding. He doesn't have like, but like he looks exactly the same. He didn't age in six years. Wow. What's your secret, sir? It's the mustache, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's it's the mustache. Of course it is. Yes. Definitely the mustache. I would not have recognized him at all. That is so long no. ago. Yeah, that's that's a Brad fact that once he told me that, I was like, I I gotta go back. That's amazing. Everyone, everyone, you know, Brad was talking about it, and I'm sure some people would have liked to have like a full circle. We have like Chuck Eisenman in the first episode, and Chuck Eisenman in the last episode. I say nuts to that. Mustache man. <laughs> Absolutely. First episode, Mustache Man. Last episode, got his life together, is now in the military. I'm down. <laughs> Doing a good job. His kid's alive, I'm assuming. <laughs> yeah, Davey's probably going into like grade four now, I uh, would think. Grade yeah. five. Yeah. That was just a fun story they laugh about. Remember the time? Yeah. I almost died. Because <laughs> yeah. my dad. Remember that time you <laughs> ate poisoned meat off of somebody's porch? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, it's meat pie for dinner, so... <laughs> My favorite. <laughs> yum, yum. Yep. Yum, yum. So uh, those three are there. Uh, they follow Hobo into like the mine shaft. Uh, they're just like exploring the random shit that's in there. And Hobo's like, dudes, do you not hear the ticking? Because <laughs> 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 he barks. And he like goes the to the pizza sheet. pops are going to pop. <laughs> right? <laughs> this microwave is going to explode. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he like pulls back the sheet and they're like, oh, shit bomb <laughs> that's that's a bomb that is a big bomb <laughs> that is yep. a very large very big bomb uh palmer is very calm and cool in this situation uh he's like okay here's all the things we need he lists them off uh, he's like call the bomb disposal unit you two go off and take care of that i will stay here uh and just guard this thing uh so the other two leave and as they're leaving um <laughs> the corporal asks gregson he's like so how long do you think we got 
And Gregson's like, anywhere between 30 minutes and 30 seconds. <laughs> yep. <laughs> You're going to die. <laughs> <laughs> so let's drive now. <laughs> yeah, let's go. So we go back to Palmer, who's just chilling in the mine shaft. He just sat down. He's hanging out. No big deal. Just a big bomb <laughs> beside him. Could explode anytime. Uh, the ticking reminds him of his pacemaker. He's just... <laughs> It's very like like he just breathes in time with the ticking. It's very meditative. Yeah, you know, very it's meditative. Zen. Yeah, he's, he's gonna do some astral projection now. He's gonna just leave his body for a bit. <laughs> yeah, that's he's gonna go handles. back and make sure the class is behaving itself, <laughs> yeah. but in astral form. Lobs a little grenade again at that kid who's even more yeah. confused. An astral grenade. <laughs> yeah. What the? <laughs> oh, I just gotta chill up my spine. <laughs> he tells the hobo that he should leave he's like you've done a good job you should go now don't die um the hobo's like nah i'm gonna stay with you palmer (laughs) yeah so gregson's back at his desk he calls palmer from a phone uh so they're working on figuring out what kind of bomb it is so they can figure out how to defuse it fair um gregson's like should we like evacuate the town it's nearby. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> maybe just in case. This bomb. Palmer's like, nah, there's no time. <laughs> yeah. like, you don't know Literally that. Literally don't even try. Yeah. yeah. It's like, you don't know there's no time. You could save some people. Yep. What, what does at it hurt? Tell them, to, <laughs> tell them to get into their basements. At least. Right? At least just something. Like, don't just be like, nah. They die, they die. Nah. <laughs> oh, well. nah. I'll be dead, so no consequences. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So at this point, uh, the corporal pulls up with the truck. There's like a generator in the back, uh, which is like the electromagnetic generator that Palmer had asked for. He takes something off of it, starts running into the cave, uh, cave, mine shaft, wherever they are. Um, bunker. <laughs> bunker. Palmer takes the like magnet thing and sticks it on the bomb and it immediately stops ticking. Yay, you did it. And, and the kid, this corporal, he's get he's going to get a lot of flack in this episode. And he deserves <laughs> a lot oh, of it. Oh my God, yes. Um, he's already like... Palmer's already laid into him, I think, once at <laughs> yeah. least. Um, but good on the kid for actually knowing what that magnet is <laughs> yes. and bringing it, because I wouldn't know. I would have no. I'd have to be. I'd be googling it like electromagnet. Yeah. What? <laughs> and they didn't have Google back kid, then, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kid may not know much about uh, diffusing live bombs, <laughs> yeah. but he does know how to start a generator, yep. and he does know how to bring the right magnet for the job. So props to him because we're going to spend the rest of this episode just raining down on him. Yeah, he does not come out well. <laughs> no. <laughs> then again, I keep reminding myself. He just signed up for the reserves. I'm pretty yeah, sure yeah. diffusing a bomb was never part of that plan. No, he's just getting an extra couple hundred bucks a week. That's all right. he wants is like enough money to probably buy a Nintendo because he's too old to set off a live grenade in his dad's closet. Yeah, he's like, I gotta buy it myself. Oh, can't do insurance fraud. Damn it. So, uh, these the corporal's like, cool, we did it. It's done. We're good to go. Um, Palmer's like, here. no. <laughs> yeah. He explains that the magnet is just jamming the timing device. Uh, the bomb is still probably like live, armed, ready to detonate at any minute. <laughs> like yep. They still need to disarm it. I was like, oh, that sucks. Uh, <laughs> so the corporal's like, how are we going to do that? And Palmer is like, we're going to rotate her gently. <laughs> gently. <laughs> it says it very weird. Uh, yeah. They need to find the access doors. Then getting like the wiry bits do that Mm -hmm. fun thing uh so we go back to hobo uh who's found chalky who i guess didn't run that far away (laughs) (laughs) he's like 15 feet from the entrance (laughs) he's He's really not he's very close especially when we find out what he knows later 
Um, everything? <laughs> he does know everything, especially about what's underneath them. I think he'd go farther. Anyways, what? Hobo is chilling with Chalky. He spots the kids who are still playing nearby. And he's like, ah, oh, crap. I need to get them away. And he does what is a very effective <laughs> at getting children to leave. He runs at them like a lunatic. <laughs> Like arms in the air, waving, screaming at yeah. them. <laughs> He's like old man flailing attack. Yeah. yeah. And it works. It's very effective. Those children run <laughs> far. We go back to the bomb, which is in the process of being <laughs> gently rotated. Um, so as they're rotating it, Palmer's leg like slips or like the hole opens up underneath his leg. Uh, so he sinks, obviously. The bomb drops oh no, uh, and falls on him. So he is now trapped. And the ticking has started again because the magnet thing has fallen off. At this point, Hobo brings the magnet back. That's taken care of. So that was really not dramatic at all. (laughs) (laughs) It's a very ungentle way of uh, handling a bomb, though. Because that bad boy, like, it it falls hard. It does. And we find out it's, like, 1,500 pounds. Like, it is heavy. (laughs) So that definitely would hurt uh, a lot. And uh, Palmer is definitely in pain. (laughs) The radio is like going off. Oh, great. The corporal takes off, obviously, to go get help. He, he ran as soon as the bomb. As soon as the bomb dropped, he was out of there. Like, yeah. yeah. Have you ever seen um, this movie called Force Majeure? It's very no. fun. It's not, not funny. It's interesting. So it starts off with this family like on a ski vacation in the Swiss Alps or something. Uh, and they're sitting on this balcony looking at the mountains. It's beautiful. It's a wife, a husband, and their two kids. Uh, and then an avalanche comes. And, like, it's going to hit them. And they freak out. And the husband just ditches his family and pieces out, like, to save himself. (laughs) But then the avalanche doesn't hit them. And the whole movie is kind of about them dealing with the aftermath of him just having totally abandoned his family (laughs) in this time of crisis. Uh, It's very good. I highly recommend. (laughs) It's, But, yeah, it's not funny. It's kind of sad. That's what the corporal does. He just, like, pieces out. (laughs) Yep, he's gone. <laughs> Once he realizes it's not exploding, he does go get help. <laughs> yes. Greg's sitting on the radio, calls Palmer. Hobo brings in the radio. Uh, Palmer's very confused. He's like, I don't understand how the floor gave away. Because I guess they thought they were standing on like solid ground. They yep. don't know what's beneath them. Um, no. But now he can see the serial number on the bomb. <laughs> so Yeah, it all worked out. Positivity. Uh, <laughs> he gives Gregson the number. Gregson has the exact right book in front of him to look up the big book of bombs bomb that was ever made i don't yep. i'm assuming that is the thing but like wow that was quick <laughs> <laughs> so he finds out the bomb is called pandora it's like a canadian made british designed 1942 world war ii bomb cool and it also happens to have a diagram of the fuse wiring great <laughs> palmer's like bring yep. me that <laughs> cool <laughs> so then we go back to the hobo who's still outside <laughs> I couldn't tell what he was looking at at first. He's just looking at this like lump on the ground. <laughs> and I was like, what is that? <laughs> um, Chalky comes over and also sees the lump on the ground. Uh, Hobo goes over to said lump. It turns out it is the corporal <laughs> who's yeah. just hunkered down in the middle of, like in the open, it's, like wide yep. open. Like, I don't know how that's going to save you if a bomb goes off. <laughs> he's, he's just stretching out his back. <laughs> he is in, very much in child's pose. Yeah, very much. He's going to go into the downward dog soon. <laughs> Any minute now. Uh, Chalky is like, you coward. <laughs> like, man up, dude. You're in uniform. <laughs> so uh, when they go over to him, too, he says, 
in a very odd voice, like, no, it's going to blow. I can't. It's going to blow. I can't. God, Corporal. <laughs> You're the worst. He is. He really is the worst soldier. <laughs> He's so bad. Uh, and Chalky's like, are you okay? Um, and tells him to, like, get up. <laughs> They're going to go yep. find Palmer. Um, so they go back into the tunnel, uh, the little bunker thing. Um where Chalky sees Palmer and he's like, don't move, whatever you do. Not that Palmer can go anywhere. Um, yeah. <laughs> but he's like, don't move, the whole tunnel will collapse. And Palmer's like, wait, tunnels? <laughs> this is a tunnel, what? <laughs> what? What tunnels? Okay. Uh, <laughs> and Chalky tells him, yeah, there's like a tunnel under here, goes for miles, lots of bombs. <laughs> Just a FYI. Just, P.S. Um, <laughs> at that point, Gregson has also arrived. Uh, and Palmer's like, okay, change in plans. Uh, large munitions dump here. Uh, if this blows up, half the county is gone. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so no pressure on trying to defuse this thing. Yes. Just saying. If you blow us up, you're blowing up this whole county. <laughs> yeah. Um, my question at this point, just a actual, like, <laughs> practical question. Why is there only four of them? Like, why have they not sent everyone is that is that not the strong point of the military <laughs> is that there's so many military personnel it's like why do you only have four men working on this why don't you have 30 people here right now with like four <laughs> generators why this this right? is a big deal like you think that the moment gregson got into the the camp he'd be like okay everyone here's where you go right now i need all hands so yeah like keep set but up I, a situation room and like yeah. get your best brains on this get on the phone with people who know more about bombs than you yes <laughs> like yeah any of those okay. things I, I know that's why they would have called the bomb disposal people but they do say it's going to take them a while to get there but like you you are on a base there must be at least a dozen men and women you could send right Absol- now. Absolutely. And at least have them on the phone. <laughs> like, Oh, yeah. Talk to you while you're trying to do what you're trying to do. But now they're like, Gregson, you have an engineering degree. I'm sure you can defuse this bomb. Come on down. <laughs> Give it a shot. You know? <laughs> How much do you think this thing weighs? Ooh. 1,500 pounds, and you, 1,501. You son of a bitch. (laughs) That is low, man. Low. (laughs) I wanted a toaster for my pizza pops. I'm going to say $1, please. (laughs) One pound. (laughs) So, yes, it is a very, this whole episode is very strange that there's only these four people, one of whom is not even an official member of the military. It is certifiably insane. And this is all his fault. (laughs) It is. Um, so at this point they decide they're gonna try and pull Palmer out. So Hobo, they're like, we need rope. Hobo's like, cool, I'll go find some. Go hunt in the truck. Uh, while he's looking for rope, he spots a tow truck coming, and he's like, cool, that's even better. Um, so he barks, lets people in the the, the bunker know, uh, and the corporal comes out to like see what's going on. Sees the truck. He's like, ah, oh, I gotta get that to stop. But Hobo's like way ahead of him because he just plays yeah. dead in the road. <laughs> I was hoping the corporal would play dead with him. Like right? you'd see him and they just like lay down next to him. He's this a good idea. Up and he's like, what the heck's going on? <laughs> dead like, two man, corpses dead in the middle of the road. Yeah. <laughs> I should not stop and I should keep going. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, if he was a female, that'd probably be his instinct. <laughs> he'd be like, this yeah, is he'd a be trap. Like, I'm not yeah. stopping. I'll call somebody when I get to a public space. <laughs> Like these people laying in roads. I just passed like a Ryan Gosling, Rachel McAdams back there. I forgot that they laid in the road in that movie. Yeah, they do. <laughs> they do. They what happens crazy. if a car comes? We die. Yeah. And what happens if a car comes? You die. 
what? That's how I like to live my life. <laughs> yep. The adrenaline. Um, by the way, Mike tells us this is a third generation GMC K series truck. And there is a commercial for it, which I watched, and I can't remember the slogan. Oh, I can, actually. The slogan was, a truck you could live with. A truck you can live with. <laughs> I was like, that's not a very strong slogan. No. Like, it's not the best truck, but, like, you can live with it. Like, you can live with it. It'll I be mean, fine. if you buy it, I, it'll be serviceable. Like, it's going to move. It's going to do its thing. <laughs> yeah. It, I mean, it will move. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, keep your expectations low, but, like, yeah. it's fine. Well, it does GMC. a truck thing. <laughs> it, does tr- it does truck things. Yeah. That's a good slogan. Yeah. Take that instead. <laughs> yeah. So Bo is playing dead in the road. Of course, the driver stops. He's not going to run over a dog. Um, so the corporal runs up to him at that point and is like, there's an emergency. We need you to help. Again, he is in uniform. And yes. the driver, it's not like he's some random yelling at him for help. He's in a military uniform. But the tow truck driver is like, no, I'm off yeah. duty. <laughs> I'm going home. <laughs> yep. I was like, I understand I'm, that energy, but also it's not like some random person. It's like a military person asking you for help. This is probably like the 50th military personnel person that like ask him though. He's That's like, true. I'm so tired of pulling your stupid jeeps out of ditches. <laughs> like yeah. learn to drive. Right. Stop off roading when you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Which is fair. Like I would be annoyed too. Like, it's like when uh, I was like a waitress and like it'd be five minutes before closing and somebody would come in and you'd be like, oh my God. And then you give them the menu and you know, like they they just look at the menu and they're taking their sweet time with it. Ugh. It's not even like they know what they want. They've been there before. Like, oh, my friend told me about this place. I've never been here. What would you recommend? <laughs> I'd recommend you getting out right now. <laughs> Those are the worst. And also the people who know your clothes, but just stay around t- chatting and having coffee like past your closing time and like uh, you give every signal that you are like you're the only table in here <laughs> and yep. you just keep all the lights coffee. are being shut off <laughs> we cleaned up everything around you leave <laughs> i'm gonna get real rude soon <laughs> yep you see this grenade you yeah. see this grenade and then they leave you like a two dollar tip <sighs> so hope at this point like wakes up and the driver's like oh doug was not dead fine i will help <laughs> yeah so they get the tow truck towards the bunker they're getting it all set up the driver is understandably curious he's like so what do you guys have down there um and gregson comes out and he's like nothing it's a shell nothing at yeah. all <laughs> nothing don't be suspicious don't look <laughs> <laughs> you must trust the military yeah everything we say is the truth yes the driver clearly knows something's up so he goes to look and he sees the bomb and is like Hell no. He did not say anything about bomb. (laughs) I do not get paid enough for this. I'm leaving. Uh, They do try to convince him to stay, but he's like, no. But then they commandeer his truck. So he has to walk home. (laughs) Yeah, I thought that was funny too, because he he just walks off. And I'm like, he could have been like 50 miles from home. Right? (laughs) It's not a busy road. No. He's going to be walking for a while. Just sulking. He's just like 20 feet off sulking. (laughs) Yeah. Stupid uh, military is on my stupid truck. I mean, Gregson does say, don't worry, the government will reimburse you for any damages. I'm like, that's a bold statement. You don't know that. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, you might want to get that in writing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't saying. trust. I don't trust you. <laughs> They'll be like, what truck? What yeah. are you talking about? Just crater. <laughs> yeah. Just to put you, what, this scrap metal? This is from a UFO. I mean, uh, definitely <laughs> yeah. um, uh, weather balloon. <laughs> yeah. Weather. Definitely. 
So many weather balloons. Weather balloons. Just all weather so balloons. So many weather balloons. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Where are they coming from? <laughs> so the driver leaves. They hook up the bomb to the truck. Hobo goes outside. And uh, I said the dumb kids are watching, but I was like, oh, no, if I was a child, I probably would be like, ooh, what's going on? Yeah. What's uh, so happening? Like, so they're over there watching. Hobo is like, no, not cool. And all he has to do is run past them. And they're like, ooh, dog. <laughs> and they run yeah. after him. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay. So he doesn't even bark. He just runs past them and they go, yep. all right. <laughs> and they chase him. Chase him. And that's the last, we, no, not the last we see of the children. But like, again, they're inconsequential to this whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they start moving the bomb. Palmer gets free. Uh, as they're moving it, the bomb like hits something and they all like pause. It's like a scene of tension, but right. nothing happens. <laughs> no. So they keep moving. Um, as it gets closer to the exit, they do this thing where it's like, Shot of the tow rope, shot of the bomb, shot of the tow rope, shot of the bomb. <laughs> it's like, is this supposed to be like creating tension? Because it's not. I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not worried about I do it wanna, at all. I <laughs> want to point out that the bomb actually looks really good. So props to the props team because <laughs> they put that together, I'm assuming, or maybe they borrowed it. I don't know. But the bomb, bomb does look like a real bomb. It it does. Yes, it looks very good. They did, And it looks like it's heavy. I'm sure it's not actually that heavy. So it's good. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yes. Props to the props. <laughs> props to the props. Um, so they get the bomb out. They lift it kind of into the air, so it's like hanging from the back of the truck. This point, I wrote, is it better that it's out in the open? I mean, it's better because it's away from the other bombs, but like, is it more blast radius? Yeah. Because early in the episode, they said that bomb alone would be enough to tear the roofs off of half the houses in like the county. Yeah. And now they just brought it out into an open field. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, sure. Um, so uh, Gregson is like, okay, Corporal, take Palmer, get him to a hospital, like get out of here. I'll take care of the bomb. Um, Chalky tells them like, don't dismantle it here because we're still too close to this like pile of bombs. Uh, you need to take yeah. it somewhere else. I don't think I, I stated just how many bombs are down there. <laughs> like, there are a I, lot they, of bombs. <laughs> like, I only know of at least, uh, it was like maybe like uh, like 800 or so, but, uh, you, you just, know. Just a pile, you know? The floor is pretty much just bombs, you yeah. know? I just I just want to let you know, like, you're, <laughs> you're driving on bombs right now. Yes, yeah, so just, you know, be careful. So uh, they take off. Um, well, no, at this point, the generator stops. And the magnet falls off. Um, yes. I guess it like ran out of juice. Ticking starts again. <laughs> ran out of fuel in the 15 minutes it was running. As you say, like, that's the military for you right there. <laughs> Just enough fuel to get it started. Yeah. You got 15 minutes and that's it. That's all you yep. get. <laughs> uh, so it's an oh crap moment. Uh, Gregson gets in the truck and just like takes off, like flying. Uh, but not going too fast because the hobo is in front of him. <laughs> the, but the bomb is flip flopping everywhere it's on the back everywhere. of that truck. Like it is like it's wailing itself off the back of the truck. It's, it's like hitting it's a good thing this everything. Thing, I'm assuming this bomb was meant to be dropped, like, yes, off out of a plane. So it should detonate if the nose has any kind of impact. <laughs> yeah. That nose smashes off that truck like three times. <laughs> like Gregson and everyone should be dead. <laughs> oh, absolutely, yeah, hundred uh, percent. But strangely, it does not happen. Nope. <laughs> so uh, he starts following the hobo who leads him to like this military zone. Um, hobo goes in. He follows him. He like smashes through a fence to follow him to the middle of this place. Um, <laughs> Did you call it a military zone? Yeah, it's what the sign said. 
Well, I don't think it's a military zone. I think this is the ghost rig kaiju <laughs> car rolling pit where everything blows up all the time. It is, it is definitely that quarry. <laughs> yes, it is the quarry. <laughs> the, quarry. the same one where they, where they where they rolled the car. Yes. The same one where the transport was. Yep. Um, probably got used in a bunch of other episodes too, but this is definitely where everything goes to explode. <laughs> Anytime they need to blow things up. This is where we are. This is it. <laughs> uh, but we don't know if the bomb's going to explode. No. <laughs> so Gregson starts lowering the bomb to the ground. Uh, and then he like he stumbles backwards, hits something on the truck, which sends the like hook thingy uh, flying, and just like nails him in the head. Yeah. <laughs> like hard. Pretty hard, uh, too. Yep. He stumbles around, but he's not unconscious. Um, so he thinks he's okay. He like gets back in the truck and starts to drive, but clearly he's not okay because he almost drives into a pond and then passes out. Yeah, he's concussed. <laughs> he's very concussed. Uh, Hobo pulls him out of the truck. Uh, he's like, ah, crap, because the bomb is now ticking again. It's got the ticky-ticky going. Um, yep. <laughs> Hobo pulls him behind this like concrete tube thing. I don't know. They're yeah, just I don't sitting know in the middle of nowhere, of yep. course. But it's inconsequential. We'll find out. <laughs> so they hide behind the concrete. The ticking stops. They're like, oh crap. And then nothing happens. <laughs> There's no explosion. <laughs> Gregson pops his head up. And he's like, can't be. I don't believe it. The thing wasn't even live. <laughs> and then Hobo uses his instincts. He pulls him down because the next second, the bomb goes boom. <laughs> oh my goodness what a surprise <laughs> blows up and it's such a small explosion it's tiniest of, it's like a firecracker of an explosion <laughs> it's like this old woman comes out with a rolling pin she's like i thought i told you kids to stop shooting cherry bombs off down here that's exactly like it's, what it's like it's not anything <laughs> when you build it up to be like it can blow the ho- roofs off of these houses like even by itself, without the other munitions. Like, this bomb is going to do some damage. And the explosion isn't even as big as the time they blew up that house. Yeah. <laughs> like, so disappointing. Yeah. It would have been better if it had just been the bomb wasn't even live. <laughs> or they cut to stock footage of, like, a thermal nuclear <laughs> like device atomic. going off. He had the atomic test in Mexico. <laughs> just a big mushroom cloud. <laughs> That's the end of the episode. And done. <laughs> Done. <laughs> well, I, I don't think the hobo got out of that one. An yeah. atomic wasteland. Uh, yep. Now in Fallout. <laughs> I was in Mad Max country. Yeah. <laughs> and story. But yeah. no, instead we get this meek, pathetic, horrible little boom. Then, so then we go to the end scene. Got to wrap up this whole series. Just the remind whole you, thing. This is the et- episode. This is the end scene of six years. <laughs> yep. We get Palmer. He's in his dress uniform. He gets off the phone. He tells Gregson, the general's approved your appointment as the commanding officer of this militia when I retire soon. Very happy. Um, Great. Uh, the corporal and Chalky are also there, and he's like, you two get commendations for your bravery. Chalky started the whole problem. <laughs> right? Uh, but yep. sure. Um, Chalky praises Hobo, saying it was mostly him. Yes. And Hobo <sighs> is then like, cool, my job is done. I'm now going to leave. Palmer's like... Bye. Gregson's like, no, stay. Be our mascot. I Can you imagine you. if that was the ending? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, I will stay. I'll be your yeah. mascot. And the last shot's like this pan up, and it's just the hobo in like a little beret. <laughs> With a little voiceover. <laughs> I don't yep. know what to say, but yeah. <laughs> and here we see the hobo in a beret. <laughs> End of the series. Hard <laughs> cut. 
done. Uh, but no, Hope was insulted. He was like, yeah. F you. <laughs> Saved your life. Call me a mascot. F you. Yeah. I'm out of here. <laughs> Bye. Um, so he leaves. They toast to the major, which is the Hobo's name through this. I should have mentioned that way back. Yeah. Major is Hobo's nickname. And they say, may he always receive a hero's welcome. End scene. End season. End series. series. Yeah. What did you wow. think? Well, it's an episode I could live with, but yeah. it, 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 it's serviceable. It's a terrible ending oh, to awful. the whole series. Awful, horrible. We talked about it last episode that Voyagers was meant to be the last yes. one and two. We're supposed to be the last two episodes. That ending, despite having the weird Russian voiceover, yeah, yeah, was a much better ending. Hobo on a boat just going off into the middle of who knows where on more yep. adventures. Much better ending than somebody asking him to be a mascot. And he, him leaving. <laughs> yeah. We don't even get a shot of him on the road except for like the basic end, typical end. Yep, ending. the end credits. Yeah. yeah. Just, we don't get him on a train. <laughs> nope. Nothing. So, so disappointing for that ending. <sighs> oh, Hobo. <laughs> I expected no less. Oh, <laughs> uh, finding new ways to let us down. <laughs> truly, truly. Like, if this had just been an episode, like, in the middle of the season, I would have been like, oh, okay, it's fine. That's, I mean, what else are you going to say about it? It's it's not a great episode, and that's the last one they aired. So it is, by all accounts, the final episode of the series, yep. of the season. And, uh, yep. 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 That's how it went oh, well, <laughs> no do-overs. <laughs> no, none at all. <laughs> so I have to ask your hobo harm. I have a zero, a big old zero. Zero. I feel like we if we tracked our hobo harm, we could see when like the OSPA or something stepped in. Yes. It definitely <laughs> peaked in like season one, season two. That was like prime time hobo harm. Yes. Like the the him going through the window, I think is definitely like the peak, but there's also the botulism episode yes. and all sorts of fun fun terrible things to do to dogs, making them ride on top of a train, maybe making yeah. them jump onto a moving vehicle, like and then, yeah, the last two seasons, we we thought, oh, it's going to be, there's going to be one episode where Something things big. just go nuts. <laughs> nope. Not at all. <laughs> Nothing. Out with a whimper. Yep. So many zeros, which is good. So many zeros. So many zeros. Yeah, but uh, you want something. <laughs> right. Uh, Your hobo fight? Hobo fight, yes. Uh, so my hobo fight is a Twisted Metal style car derby with the ghost rig truck, the bomb tow truck, and the tank from War Games all in that pit. <laughs> I'll just... Because like nobody's gonna win. I mean, no. that the ghost rig truck is like a huge transport, and then the bomb troll truck has a bomb on it, <laughs> right. and then the other's a tank. So like, who's gonna win? They're all gonna lose. <laughs> I would like to see that. Uh, I absolutely, I'm 100 percent behind that. Yes, I would love yeah. that. <laughs> How about you? What what is your hobo fight? So it's interesting that you mentioned that Gregson was from the very first episode, because I wrote my hobo fight before I knew that fact. Uh, oh. Because I thought we should come full circle. So I said Gregson versus Ray from Smoke. <laughs> the well, Ranger. they've already met. I know. <laughs> Just because I was like, who was in that first episode who was like a really good character we really liked? <laughs> yeah. Ray. He was a good, very um, Shatner-esque, as I recall. Yes, that was that was our vibe. Um, and yeah. so, and since Gregson was our protagonist, 
yep. I guess, mostly, of this episode. Uh, one of the two of them to duke it out. But we know Ray will win because he oh, fought absolutely. a cougar. So. Yeah, he did. <laughs> and, the, and the poison meat guy, <laughs> yeah. basically. Yeah. Exactly. Good fight, though. Good fight. It was a good fight. Yes. <laughs> All right. Should we wrap up with some Brad facts? Please. Yes. Okay. So uh, I meant to mention this because I noticed it when I watched the episode, and I'm sure you did too. The army base was actually a public school. It looks just like <laughs> yes. a public school. It's absolutely just a classroom in a school. <laughs> um, it was located a half kilometer away from the studios in Scarborough, so not too far. Um, and the cave and the rest of the outdoor scenes were filmed in the same old gravel pit uh, that war games were filmed <laughs> at. So this I, the same one we've seen a hundred times. Yep. <laughs> um, and then Michael Copeman, who plays the tow truck driver, he was in sailing away as the guard on the Dolphin 7. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wow. <laughs> I just thought that was fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was a good episode. Yeah. <laughs> it's given us a lot of ammunition. Oh, man. Show. Very, very fun. <laughs> but that that is it for the, for the whole series. I feel like... I, I don't know what I feel like. I just disappointed in that ending. Um, yeah, can't believe disbelief that we made it. <laughs> we yeah, we definitely made it. I mean, we still have a couple episodes to record because uh, next up we're gonna do, of course, the season six wrap up, and then after that we are going to do an entire series wrap up where yes. we go through our favorite and least favorite episodes and a couple of other things. So it should be kind of fun. So if you are listening to this episode and you're like, oh man, I don't <laughs> get to listen to Stefan's bad jokes <laughs> or listen to katie have to tolerate those R- bad jokes anymore. ramble on about <laughs> things that don't matter <laughs> yeah don't worry you still have two more episodes worth coming up um and we'll try and make them super duper fun until we meet again fellow hobos hop on that train and we'll see you at the next stop i've been stefan and i've been katie take care bye <laughs>